This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the My BSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much, and welcome to our third hour. Our phone lines are filled right now, but just make note of the number, and as we empty some calls, then uh, when you hear one being finished up, then that's your chance to grab it and punch the numbers in, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I have a short uh, feature, and then we'll go directly to the calls. This is our SPCA of Texas Foster Dog of the Week. And it's Blondie. Blondie is a lovely 11-year-old American Blue Healer mix. And she is ready to find a home to retire to for her golden years. She is the sweetest old lady you'll ever meet. This is what the uh, what the, the uh, notes say for me. Her kind, gentle soul brings joy to all those around her. She's a beautiful dog. Blondie enjoys cuddling up on the couch, spending time with her humans, and lots of tummy rubs. She does great with new people. She's always happy to make a new friend when people come to visit. Blondie also does well on outings and often accompanies her foster mom to the local coffee shop to lounge on the patio in the mornings. On her walks, she warmly greets other dogs and people alike. She never meets a stranger. Blondie is wise in her years, and she's already leash-trained, house-trained, and crate-trained. This sweet senior is sure to be a wonderful companion to anyone looking for a kind-hearted pup to spend their days with. To celebrate Shelter Pet Summer, you can adopt Blondie or any adult dog or cat from the SPCA of Texas Shelters for only $25. You know, a bad hamburger meal costs you more than that, and you get a wonderful dog this way to enjoy for many, many years. This special is offered for pets located in the SPCA of Texas shelters and in their foster homes, and adoptions will be by appointment only. Blondie is waiting to meet you at the SPCA of Texas foster home. To request an appointment to meet Blondie, please fill out the application at spca.org slash dogadopt. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Blondie has been spayed, microchipped, She's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines, and she's waiting for her new forever family in an SPCA of Texas foster home. And God bless the foster people. Through this pandemic, they have made such a difference. Adoptions will be available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse the available animals at spca.org. Let me do that again. spca.org slash findapet, one word spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog like Blondie, B-L-O-N-D-I-E or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And that's our SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, Blondie. Blondie is beautiful. American Blue Healer Mix. Uh, Just to describe her a little bit, she is a very faint caramel color, mostly white. And on her uh, nose, her long nose, she is, it's white with the very faint caramel coloring in the spots on her nose. And she's very light colored and just beautiful, and hence the name Blondie. I hope she finds a wonderful home because she sounds like the sweetest dog in the world. So I hope hope she's going home with you. That would be wonderful. All right, and that's our SPCA of Texas Pet and sponsored today by Whiskey Stone. And uh, 
What a great place. I have uh, been friends with Mike and Derek Wisenand for a long, long time. I've watched Derek grow up. Uh, I'm sure that's not the professional way to talk about them and about him. But, hey, I've watched him grow up, and it's just so cool to see him grow up, be a part of his dad's business, his grandfather's business, third-generation family business, to watch him have his own children, see him take a leadership role in his in the business, and to be active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, as is his dad. This is a revered family in the TNLA and in the hearts of lots of gardeners across North Texas. You don't have a real landscape until you finish it with beautiful stone, and that comes from Whiskey Stone, 22 acres of gorgeous stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Now, they're closed on Sundays, but they're open six days a week. If you have a little time off sometime in the next few weeks, this would be a great destination. When you go there, Check in at the uh, at the headquarters building. Be easy to spot it when you drive in the gate. And uh, just go there and, and let them know that you need some help, and they will help you. They're so outgoing. That's WhizQ Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth for all kinds of stone. For retaining walls and patios and and landscaping boulders, river rock, decorative gravel, they have it all. 817 429 0822 whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere, and you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. Mike is telling me that I welcome you to our third hour for today. It only seems like that for me and for some of you. <laughs> it's our second hour. Used to do four hours, so this is a this is a, an easy gig now. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Dennis and Wiley. Dennis, it's Neil. Good morning. Well, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. How can I help you? Well, I've got some holly bushes out in the front part of my building, and what I've done is trimmed them way back. They've gotten higher over the years, and I decided to trim them back. And uh, the, the leaves are off, uh, are cut off the top. Can I paint that so it doesn't look so uh, uh, rugged and, and raggeded on the top where the leaves are gone? Yeah, I don't think so. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. I don't think it's... Uh... You know, green stems don't look any more natural than bare stems. I think what I would do is invest your money instead of in paint in a bag of fertilizer and some water and try to get some new growth coming. The best time to prune, just for future reference, is always going to be in uh, in late winter, right before the, the flush of spring growth. Uh, you, you effective, I'm not trying to whip you, beat you here on this thing, but the best time to prune is late winter before the flush of spring growth. The worst time is right after the flush of spring growth, which is kind of now. So you, you kind of punished them. I did. I know. And, and <laughs> you know, may have to end up replacing them, but uh, probably not. They'll probably come back. Hollies are pretty resilient, but I would, uh, I would fertilize them and, um, and water them. And you'll probably have some corrective pruning, Dennis, that you'll need to do. Uh, as they come out, there may be some really strong shoots that go places you don't want them to go. 
but uh, but that's what I would do. I wouldn't I wouldn't try to paint them. What type of fertilizer? Same thing you use on your turf grass. Hopefully, you do not use a weed and feed. That's not a good plan. And so, the same very high nitrogen fertilizer you put on your lawn would be the same that you'd want to use on the hollies. Uh, Let me also give you one other thing to console you a little bit. Every block in town looks ragged right now because of the leftover freeze damage. Nobody's going to notice your hollies. You're doing fine. Well, okay. And I did trim them where the front is a little higher than the back, so it took the eye away from me. You're looking at the front part of the holly where the leaves are still in place. uh, You'll you'll be fine. Just everybody's used to looking at plants that look bizarre this year after the uh, cold damage. You'll be fine. Okay, no paint and put a little fertilizer on no and water. No paint. Nope, no paint. Okay, Neil, thank you. Atta boy, you can thank do you. it. Have a good day. Thank you. All right, Sherry, stay with me. You're coming up next from St. Joe and then Lance in Stony near Ponder, near Crumb. And if you're new to Texas, you're probably saying, keep going, give me some more names. <laughs> but we'll go to Lance uh, second, coming out of the break. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, when I tell you it has more than 25 multi-page charts, these are charts that have, let me just talk about annuals and perennials. These charts are similar. Um, if you're trying to find the right color plants for, for a big bed in your backyard, let's just say it's a perennial bed, you would want to know what months does this bloom. And so those are the ones that are highlighted. It shows that it would bloom in May, June, July. That helps. Then I can find something that blooms in August, September, October, or in you know February, March, April to go with this plant. So that part helps. How tall does this plant grow? It'll tell you, like Steve Huddleston's comments last hour on the hardy hibiscus, four to five feet tall is how tall this plant goes. Oh, I better put that in the back of the, uh, of the uh, border. What colors does it come in? And there's the whole rich range of colors. It's all in the chart. Is it, is it a rounded habit, or is it tall and spiky, or is it spreading? You need to know that because that determines how you use the plant. Um, where does it grow best in Texas? Oh, I notice this is only for the Gulf Coast. Doesn't look like it's going to make it through the winter in North Texas. Those are all things you need to consider, and they're all in that chart. I could write it out and give it to you plant by plant for the 120 perennials we have in that chart, That would take probably 40 pages. In the chart, it takes three or four pages. That's a multi-page chart. There are 25 or more of those. That's an example. Uh, There are uh, 11 chapters, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. The book covers every aspect of outdoor gardening. Landscapes, lawns, annuals, perennials, fruit, and vegetable gardening. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. They're in my garage waiting to be signed. I'll be signing tonight, those that are ordered yesterday and today. So won't you please order and let me sign one for you. It's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. Satisfaction completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. Chapter 2 is that calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all your plants. Niels Perry's Lone Star Gardening. I think you're going to like it. Here are the ways to order now. Call my office Monday through Friday uh, during the uh, weekday hours, and that's 9 to 5. The number is 800-752-4747. 
888-888-6869. The better way by far, though, is to order from my website right now, and that is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. I mentioned last hour, I was talking to Tommy yesterday on, on my program on KLIF. He is an avid birder, and so he does a birding feature right before the end of the second hour. And uh, he mentioned about the service today, since it's July 25th, he's doing Christmas in July, and uh, this is to celebrate the Christmas we all missed last uh, December. We couldn't go into the church, and now we can. And uh, this is our church, and so that's a, a really exciting idea and concept, and hopefully you've had your vaccination. Our, we have a 12-year-old grandson who got his second shot yesterday. He always goes to church with us, and we've not been able to take him, and we're still going to wait another week or two, so we'll miss that one. We'll look at it online, but uh, but what a nice idea. Thank you, Tommy Brummett. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. It streams online at sharingtheheart.org at 10.05. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, wbroofing.com. We have a Wortham Brothers roof on our house, and we're mighty, mighty happy with it. It's been there three years, and it has really made a difference in our life. We were beginning to have some major roofing problems. We didn't know we'd had a hailstorm, and you wouldn't think hail would do that kind of immediate damage. But I think there probably had been wind associated with it because of the flashing uh, that that uh, holds the first and second floors and hold them together. But it it uh, it seals the the roof. Uh, you you get the picture. That had failed, and we were getting leaks, and we were having problems. And Wortham Brothers came out and said, "That's where the problem is." They put the blue tarp up, the famous blue tarp that we all live with once in a while, and that dried it out. And uh, about a week later, they came out with their crews and started tearing off the old uh, 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 shingles. And on went the new, and oh, there went our Wortham Brothers roof. It looks great. They also showed us the importance of continuous ridge vent. Sure, it costs a little bit more, and it has been so well worth it. And they talked to us about the importance of going to a 40-year roof. Oh, that was worth it on the savings in the insurance bill. So all of those, thats they're there to serve you, and they have been doing that since 1986. Tens of thousands of roofs installed. 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very much. We just now lost Lance, and he had a red oak question that a lot of people have had. I hope he'll call back. Let's go to Sher- uh, Sherry in St. Joe. Sherry, I have been to St. Joe. I have been north to the Illinois bend of the Red River. So I know my way around town. How about that? 
Well, that's good. Um, I have your book. I truly enjoy it. Use it an Thank awful you. lot. Thank you. Um, I have a, a, I believe it's a hot lip salvia. I've had it uh, about two, maybe two and a half years, and it's green, but there's very few blooms on it. And I didn't know if I need to prune it or deadhead it or what I need to do to it. Yeah, uh, both, actually. Um the uh, the autumn sages, uh, salvia hot lips, and the others, there are many different colors, um, need to be pruned. They are pruned twice. They are pruned in, in midwinter. I, I would normally have said in, in mid-February, but they can be in bloom by mid-February uh, in much of North Texas. So I would prune them by the 1st of February by half. Um and that's kind of like we used to do bush roses. We still do if if we have healthy roses. So uh, early February by half, and then you come back and prune them by about a third, about now, about the 1st of August. And in each case, you put a high nitrogen fertilizer on them to promote new growth, and you'll have a wonderful round of blooms in September, October. Okay, so I need to, to wait till February to prune them, right? No. Remember, you prune them twice. You prune them once in oh. early February and once in around the 1st of August, which means right about now. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah. The well, pruning you do you now say. is the pruning you do now is by a third. The pruning okay. you do in in early February is by half. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're welcome very much. Thanks for the call. That's great news. Uh, let me see where we are indeed. Let's go. Sto- uh, Lance has called back from Stony. Lance, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm well. How can I help you? I planted a Shumard Red Oak last fall, 45 gallon. And about two months ago, I noticed the, fir- the front half of it facing west started turning brown. Okay. I'm going to research it. They're talking about some roots possibly tangled up down below. Okay. But I don't want to go back and dig the tree back out right now to check. Or should I, or what's, what's your recommendation on that? All right. Uh, what size trunk does this tree have? You're looking about a good six inch. In diameter? Yes, sir. Great big tree. It was a good, it, I, it was a, it was hard, all the rock out here in Stony Ponder area. It's like, it was a good size tree. Did you dig it yourself? I dug the hole myself, yes, sir. No, but did you dig the tree yourself? No, I bought the tree, 45-gallon tree. 45-gallon? Yes, sir. And it's six inch in diameter or circumference? I may have the diameter wrong. I may have the diameter wrong. I'm sorry. It's a healthy tree. It was a good size tree. Okay. Um reason i'm asking on diameter is the bigger the tree the less likely it uh, is to have been hurt by the cold we've had a huge amount of damage to some schumard red oaks from the february 16th cold uh, when it went to zero and below Um, and and it may have been the 17th also of february it was a a kind of an extended cold spell Uh, there are there if you take my electronic newsletter e-gardens you will see photos Uh, from this past week, from four days ago, that I uh, posted of uh, Schumard and Burr Oak 
uh, a lot of live oak photos, but Schumard and Burr oak photos, one each, uh, where the where the plants have died back maybe a third, and these are trees that are uh, in diameter, not circumference, in diameter uh, 18 inches, and, and, well, not larger than that, but up to 18 inches. And that's just unheard of. It, it's really a bizarre uh, effect of the cold spell. So I don't know if that might be part of it for your smaller tree, you know, smaller compared to those. Uh, is there any cracking of the bark? No, sir. It's wrapped right. up. It's wrapped up with the tree wrap. Good. Good job. Uh, I've looked right. at your book a number of times, so your book is well worth the. Well, thanks. Uh, when you water it, how are you watering it? Take a water hose out there and let it soak for a good 35, 45 minutes. Okay. And how often would you have been doing that over the yeah, last several months? Days. Every three days. How about back in uh, late spring, early summer? Yes, sir. I'm OCD about that. That's my fault there in a way. But. No, that's okay. Um, you probably didn't. You didn't have to do it that often back then because it was raining a good bit. But on the other hand, if it's a stony soil, a rocky soil, then then a lot of that would have drained away, so it didn't hurt it. Um, Lance, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, it's hard to tell what might have killed a tree back without seeing the tree. Uh, I I would be tempted to think it might have been cold damage, uh, but I don't know that. Uh, in a normal year without that cold, absent the, the extreme cold, I would have thought that it got too dry on that side. Then you tell me that you were obsessive about plenty of water, and so that would have negated that possibility. I, I would have thought, okay, sun scald, that's too soon for sun scald, however, and you negated that with the wrap. That's, these are all good things. Uh, so I'm kind of out of ammunition. You saw the tree before it lost its leaves, right? So you knew it was healthy when you bought it. Yes, sir. Okay. I I kind of go back to the default. I think it probably had some cold injury. How's the other half of it look? Great. All right. Is it, if you were to take, is it, is that one side totally bare and dead, brittle? It's brown leaves, but the branches aren't breaking easy, so they're not... When did they turn brown? Did they did it leaf out and then turn brown? It leafed out briefly. It started turning brown about a month and a half, two months ago. All right. All right. And were the leaves full sized? Yes, sir. You have one trunk, so they're on the same trunk yes. as the healthy side. Okay. All right. Uh, I would, I would maybe open up the. Um, the wrap and see if there is any splitting under the wrap that would be in indicative of cold. It's called radial shake uh, from the cold. The, the wrap would not help with cold. It would help with uh, sun scald. See if there's any, uh, any splitting uh, that is visible. And that, if so, that would indicate why that side would be dying. I am out of, out of ideas, but I think it probably somehow relates back to the cold. Okay, sure. So with the branches not breaking off really easily... That's Leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. If anything fell off, it's going to fall, and it might hurt a, might hurt a, uh, an ant. <laughs> it's not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> so just leave it and see if it offers to leaf out later this fall when the weather moderates or next spring. 
and next spring you'll know a lot more. You can you can reshape it at that point. Yeah, sure. I've added some peat moss around the root ball. That's some little extra stuff to it. Trying to kick it in the trying to get it going a little bit. Just, well, I don't think I don't think you need to do that. Just water is all you need to do. That's OCD. That's just yeah. I'm getting the picture. You're my kind of guy. <laughs> Well, I'm formerly from Keller, so I've called you before about the take-all root rot hitting TIFF 419 years ago. Yes, sir. I haven't talked to you in a long while, but it's great to read well, your books and read your emails. Thank you. You know, radio every Sunday at my ranch out here. So just... Thank you. Well, drive drive safely, and, and uh, uh, hopefully it'll it'll kick right back in and, and be all right. But I would unwrap it and see what's going on, then wrap it back in. Yes, sir. I appreciate it very much. All right. Have a good day. Thank you, Lance. Take care. All right, folks, that line is open, as are the other two. The call that I had, did I have somebody else? Nope, we emptied them up. So they're all open now. We're going to break for uh, Dennis and the newscast, so they're all available to you. Come one, come all. Well, come three. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. I have a very important message for you from Baylor. Scott and White Health, they are the ones who sponsor this entire hour for the next year. And thank you to Baylor Scott and White for that. We are very beholden in the Sperry household to Baylor Scott and White for all that they have meant to our family. They've meant a lot. That's where our daughter's life was saved back in 2005, and they have continued to help our family ever since. I'm getting some wonderful care right now for some non-life-threatening issues at Baylor Scott & White. They really know what to do. My wife serves proudly. Her her uh, photograph, her portrait, hangs on the hall at uh, Baylor Scott & White McKinney because she serves on the board there. I always offer that just to let you know uh, that, uh, that that is the case. And it's uh, just a wonderful health care team. It's your team. And here is that new app. It's the Baylor well, let me do it a little better because this is the official name of the app, My BSW Health app. And it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others in your family, all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER to 88408 to download the app on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER to 88408. Four zero eight. Just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many, many years, saying thanks to Baylor Scott & White Health. Text BETTER to 88408. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. It's good to just keep you in the know. Available on your smart devices. All you have to do is ask. Hey, Google, play WBAP. I would never wish foundation problems on anybody. That just kind of, that's, that's the foundation of your house for crying out loud. It's, it's what everything else is built upon. And you don't want to have that start to crack and crumble. You really don't want to have those problems. But when it does happen, and it does happen to thousands of people every year, it is so nice to have advanced foundation repair uh, to refer people to because they are the best in the business. They've earned the right to call themselves advanced. They pioneered innovations in the foundation repair industry. They pioneered the lifetime guarantee of their work. 
they were the ones that uh, first brought that guarantee into the industry and uh, made it transferable from owner to owner and to back it by cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. They were the ones. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. That's plural. FoundationRepairs.com. Lots of good information on the website. The home inspection is absolutely free. They will determine if there is any kind of a foundation problem going on. If there is, they will show you exactly where it is, what it is, and what it would cost to have it repaired. Advanced Foundation Repair. They do their work quickly, they do it carefully, and then they guarantee it. They stand behind it. That's why you want Advanced Foundation Repair on your job. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP and WBAP.com. Fort Worth is trying to improve its 911 response times. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24 7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Constructions closed HOV lanes both east and westbound I 30 between Jim Miller Road and Northwest Drive. Another construction project blocks Highway 67's HOV lanes in both directions between Loop 12 Ledbetter and Camp Wisdom Road. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. The WBAP forecast. Today, sunny, hot, high temperature 101. It'll feel hotter than that. Monday, once again, it'll be sunny and it'll be hot. The high will be about 102. And the heat index values run as high as 105 to 107. Right now, it's sunny, 83 degrees. Fort Worth first responders are trying to improve 911 response times. Fort Worth residents are now able to call a backup emergency number if 911 is taking too long. The 911 communication centers across the country are having difficulty staffing their centers. So having a backup system like this in place will definitely help. Matt Savatsky with MedStar says the backup number will connect you to the fire department or the MedStar communication center so they can complete the call, provide instruction on what to do while waiting, and respond to the scene. The backup number is 817-923-6699. Kat Bunzire, WBAP News. Several states have scaled back their reporting on COVID-19 just as the number of Cases around the country tripled with the Delta variant of the virus. Florida, Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota have all switched to weekly instead of daily reporting. And then it should be noted that the number of virus cases nationwide ballooned from 11,500 on the 20th of June to 38,000 this week. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 10 o'clock. 24-7 news coverage at WBAP.com. Thank you, Dennis, very much. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now. Let's begin with the premise of you want a place that's friendly. You want a place that's helpful. You want a place that reaches out to try to serve you in a great retail fashion. Well, where are you going to go? 
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. You don't want to go to one of those big impersonal national box chain stores. You want to go to a place where the owner has invested in the local community. Ace stores are owned by people who live in your community, who care about your community, who you probably already know. That's kind of neat, I think. That's my uh, my assessment of the whole thing, and I'm proud to be representing Ace Hardware to you here because they care enough to uh, uh, try to help you. When you go in the door, they greet you, and they uh, hook you up with the person who knows the most about the topic that you are concerned about, whether it's painting or whether it's gardening or plumbing, whatever it is. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on Ace 50-foot all-season Smart Flomax Garden Hose for $29.99. That's a bargain, but save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. You pay only $24.99, a limit of two hoses. I bought two of those a couple weeks ago. Ace Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all of your watering needs. Reflex Mesh technology prevents kinking and twisting. Triple frame technology prevents further kinking and adds durability. Crush-proof couplings. All of that comes with the uh, 50-foot all-season Smart Flomax garden hose at just $24.99, limit of two, for a limited time at Ace Hardware. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. If you're back in the office or working from home, feel free to listen on your computer at WBAP.com. Wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP. WBAP WBAP.com. My electronic newsletter is called Neil Sperry's eGardens. We're in our 17th year of producing eGardens. We do it weekly, Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. I spend about a day and a half each week writing eGardens. I write five stories per week. There is a week per month that Diane Sitton writes one story and a week per month that Stephen Shambly writes one story. Otherwise, I write all five of them for eGardens, and it uh, comes from my computer directly to your email. Like I say, just a little after 6 p.m. on Thursdays. Uh, one of the stories will always be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will always be a featured question of the week. This week, it's going to be on army worms just because we've had so many calls on them. And there will always be gardening this weekend where I outline the things you need to be doing on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, the ensuing three days. You can see what the current week's eGardens looks like by going to my website right now. That's where you sign up if you're not already a subscriber. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. You can also buy my newest book there, but you go to the eGardens site and uh, you'll see the example and you'll see the sign-up information. That's at neilsperry.com, eGardens. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Snoopy. Next call up is Jim in Princeton. Jim, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Uh, Well, I have this red maple that's probably 10 inches in diameter it was 30 foot tall and then last summer the you know how they're symmetrical the top section when we had those 60 mile an hour winds 
it split down and left just another half of it sticking up about, you know, at 10-foot range. Now, this last, this summer, winter, spring, when we had high winds again, the other section went down. And I'm wondering, should I cut where they're just kind of splintered off and just cut them smooth? The tree's still beautiful, it just don't have the, you know, the up the middle part. Hmm. There's enough left to save? Not on where it fell off, but the rest of the, the side branches coming up from, you know, under the 10-foot mark, they're like now 20-some foot. Well, it's it's very difficult for me, Jim, without seeing the tree, either yeah. a photo or the real thing, to, to uh, uh, advise as to where you'd make the cuts. But I guess if it's regrowing that strongly, it's uh, certainly possible that you could uh, you could uh, uh, trim it and, and reshape it. I'd give it a try. have nothing no, to lose. Well, I'm, what I'm you end up with in a deal it. like that is you end up with a, a tree that has all of its roots intact, so it's ready to go from that standpoint. And uh, it will grow quickly. So, yeah, I'd go ahead and, and retrain it and see what you get. Just only where the wood split in the middle that's dead. The did, main the trunk, trunk did the trunk split? Well, when the wind blew, you know, it just didn't cut did off. The trunk, did the trunk itself split? Not on the first 10 foot. Oh. Okay, I, I I can't really help without seeing it. I'm going to suggest you take a photograph and get to a a good uh, to a Texas certified nursery professional. The closest one to you would probably be at Callaway's on uh, El Dorado or Callaway's on 121 in McKinney. Either one of them, and yep. let them uh, look at it, or at Puckett's Nursery in Allen. Um, and, and let them look at the photo. What I'm worried about, you, you do not want to leave a trunk, a main trunk that has any kind of split or decay on it. I can't see it. I don't know. Nobody's understanding what we're talking about. So I'm not really able to help you in a productive way, but you don't want to leave any kind of a, a damaged trunk in place. You got to get all the bad wood out of there and then let the new growth come up and around. And you have to make your cuts in a way of, of the main trunk in a way that you don't get decay in the main trunk so that the, the new growth that, that starts out will be, um, will be able to heal, that, that, that the cut of the, the big trunk will heal and allow the new shoots to develop as, as the new trunk. Some, somewhere in there, you have to have a trunk. You may want to have a, a certified arborist come out and work on the tree. I don't know. Oh, I wish I my face would I think you answered my question about okay. getting rid of the ones that are sticking up from the splits, and I'll yeah. just cut them off even, and that gets yeah, rid that's, of all that's the- fine. Yeah, my temptation would be, since it's a red maple and they have a short life expectancy due to cotton root rot, my, my temptation would be to get a red oak <laughs> or something else. But anyway, uh, that's the best I got, Jim. Beautiful. Without seeing it, I, I just can't go any farther. I, yeah, I'm this sorry. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they are for a while until they run out of, out of steam. I, I well, wish I could help you. I need a photo. Thanks for calling very, very much. All right. Uh, let's see. We go to Brian in Katy. 
uh, the fine city of Katy. Don't get many calls from Katy. Brian, how are you today? I'm really good. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking our call. Yes, sir. Uh, we uh, we had have still actually a, a really beautiful uh, mature orange tree that unfortunately was just decimated by the by the freeze. Yes, sir. And. Our original thinking was we were just going to have to cut this thing down and get rid of it, and that's still my thinking, except it started to sprout like like new branches from the very bottom, right? And I can't imagine how this thing would recover, you know, but we were wondering, is it possible to take a cutting of those new branches and, and root that into a smaller new orange tree? Was it in a place that you want to have an orange tree? Was it in a good place? Were you happy with where it was? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. Then let me ask you a question, and, and just uh, there's a reason for the question I'm about to ask. The new shoots that are coming up, are they heavily loaded with thorns? Yes. All right. Was the old tree heavily loaded with thorns, heavily loaded? Yeah, absolutely. So they're it, the same? It's the same, absolutely. It's definitely the orange tree. No, it's, okay. It, I, I get that. But if it had been grafted on a trifoliate orange, you would have giant, almost nothing but thorns uh, coming up from the roots. That's what I'm trying to get at. Trifoliate oranges are extremely, hang on, let me, let me finish the thought. Trifoliate oranges are used as rootstocks, and they are extremely thorny. I mean, they, they could be used as, a, as a, a traffic preventer for pedestrian traffic. They are, they are wicked plants and they yeah, are they used as the rootstock hang on just a second they're used as the rootstock for other citrus for other oranges and when the top freezes and dies and that part comes up then you don't have what you had before is that the case i believe so i think that's what's going on so you have the rootstock and not what you had before i mean it it's 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 very green it comes up it's coming from the very bottom. It's got lots of thorns, though. It does. All right. Well, I, I can't explain any better than I did. Uh, if you have trifoliate orange rootstock, you do not want to propagate that unless you just want a plant with nothing but thorns. Um, okay. if, you, if you have the same variety that you had before, if it was grown not as a, uh, not as a grafted variety, uh, and they're often raised from seed, then, okay. then you you. But I don't know that why you'd want to use cuttings. Why you wouldn't just if you have the same variety. Why you wouldn't just leave the plant in place and trim it and let it grow. Do you think if we if we did that if we cut it because what it, what it looks like right now is a mature dead tree with all take of the, the dead wood out. There's no reason to leave the dead wood there. So just cut that all down and then just leave the new green that's coming up and that'll eventually be like like the tree was. You thinking? Okay, please hear what I'm saying. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying. Okay. If this was if this was not grafted, cut the yeah. deadwood out and the regrowth will be the same. If it was not a grafted orange variety, cut the deadwood off, let the bottom grow, it will be the same variety that you had before. If okay. it was grafted, and you cut the deadwood off, you're going to have the rootstock. You're going to have the bottom, which will probably be the trifoliate orange, which you right. don't want. You have to determine whether it was grafted or not. I can't help you. 
Yeah, and we don't we don't know that because this tree was here when we moved in. You can take a look at the trunk, and you can see if there is a difference in the look of the wood of the trunk. That's the okay. way you tell. I got to run. I hope that helped. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. I, I appreciate your call. I think I'm losing my ability to communicate. This is not the listeners. It's Neil. And it's uh, frustrating to me because there's got to be a way to get the message across, and I'm not doing it right. So anyway... I hope it helps. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is now in his fifth printing, and uh, I'm flattered by that, and I'm amazed by that. I decided to self-publish because I didn't want to go to a bunch of committee meetings with publishing houses, whichever one I ended up choosing. I just had done that with four books, and um, it it was no fun, no fun. Uh, The first two books were the the first uh, Cowboy Boot book and then the redo of it, and those were okay. But it, it just boiled down to how can we cut cost, how can we cut cost, and so forth. The third book was one that I worked on for a whole year. I worked diligently. And then that company in 2008 said, nah, King's Axe, not going to do any more books. And they paid me about uh, five cents a minute for the work that I had done. And uh, they canceled all of their books. And I had a manuscript ready to go almost and no place to publish it. And then the fourth book, well, I had another book in between. And that company went bankrupt a month after it came out. It's just, no, no thanks. So what I have decided to do is just self-publish, and it's worked beautifully. I get to sign every copy uh, when it sells. I get to mail them each individually. That part's a lot of work, but it's it's worth it. It's been fun. I'll never sell a million on this one like I did the Cowboy Boot book. But, you know, I really don't care because this way I get to keep the price a lot lower for you, and I get to sign them, and that's more fun. 344 pages, 840 of my photos. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening, from fruit and vegetables to lawns and landscapes for every county in the state of Texas. And it's a hardback printed in Texas on high-quality paper, not in stores, not on Amazon. Here are the two ways you can order it. You can call my office Monday through Friday, It's uh, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it from my website right now, and that's neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. His book is only thirty six ninety five plus tax and postage. If you had bought it through Amazon or one of the stores, it would have been probably fifty five dollars. Only thirty six ninety five. Satisfaction guaranteed. Again, the best way is at neilsperry.com. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is, not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call, 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website. 
at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Oh, and they do. They are really good people. So are the people at Arborological Services. I have some of the best sponsors in all of radio. I love these people. All they think about is trees. If you need the finest in tree service work, you're going to dial this number. It sounds like a big national company, but they are strictly local and service for trees only. 866-552-7267. That's Arborological Services. That is a tree word, a forestry word. Three of their people, Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters, have all been selected as Arborist of the Year. One person per year is selected as Arborist of the Year. Twelve of their people are International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. They also have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, and that's Gil Pasquez. Their people know trees better than anybody else around. Yeah, there are other companies that advertise. Yeah, there are other companies that do tree work, and there are some pretty good ones. But there's nobody that measures up to Arborological Services. Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. On the web, it's arborological.com. The only people who will ever touch our trees, Arborological Services, 866 552 Seven two six seven. Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the My BSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go to Terry Indicator. Terry, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. I really enjoy your show. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I have a question. Um, I have um, about, uh, well, seven years ago, I had a, a what appears to be an inexperienced landscaper uh, do some work around my house in the flower beds. He planted an L.E.R. Stevens plant in the flower bed next to the house. Uh, that L.E.R. Stevens plant now is about seven and a half feet tall, probably six or eight feet in diameter, and it's too big for the space in the flower bed. Uh, it's actually touching the socket and fascia board of my house. So my question is, um, can I trim it back to make it fit the space to look, um, you know, symmetrical with the house or would I be better off just removing it? All right. And so you're talking about eight or nine feet, uh, is where it is touching the house. Yes. All right. And it's how far out from I'm sorry, it's out front, how, and it gets full sun all day. Um, how far out from the house? Probably about, I'm sorry? How far out from the house? It's only about uh, two feet, three feet. That's the deal breaker. Yikes. I have one that is uh, near our house, but it's about five or six feet out, and I've had it for 40 years, and I just uh, trim it once every probably five or six years. Um, try trimming it once and, and do your two foot trim, but I would do it in, uh, in, in late January so that you can, uh, 
and I'd cut it, if you want it two feet shorter, I'd cut it uh, 30 inches shorter so you have a little rebound room um, and, and then let it regrow um, and, and manage the regrowth by keeping it pruned gently after that. Try to avoid any really formal shape, uh, shaping. My guess would be that 10 years from now we'll be talking about what the best replacement plant was <laughs> when you have changed it and, and you'd be out uh, five or six feet because that's, that's too big a shrub to have that close. But, yeah, that's what I would do, but I'd do it in January. Got to run. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Mike Bass, nice job. Happy gardening.